Hi, thank you for listening. I know you're going to love this episode. Hey, listen, real quick. If you need some help ending self-sabotage and winning the war for your life and just having a plan, giving you the how to the why and knowing exactly what you need to do to win the war for your life, go to courses.royred.com forward slash winner's circle opt in. Again, that's courses.royred.com forward slash winner's circle opt in. O-P-T-I-N and get a free course, free masterclass called Winning the War for Your Life and get all of my best-selling books, all three of them for free. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to The Success Code, where Roy Red provides interviews, discussions, strategies, and talks to help broaden your perspective on your road to cracking the success code which is a personal, self-expressive journey. Enjoy. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without a dope podcast to step to. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Roy Red, three-time best-selling author, public speaker, and the host of this podcast, The Success Code. And what's up? Um, we're getting so much good feedback, so many more listeners. Um, the last episode, people really love with Kilani, where we talked about mental health, we talked about love, and we talked about, you know, how she was able to go through what she went through. Um, and I've been kind of busy. I've been finishing, I'm right now finishing up a book called The Little Book of Mental Health, Remove Depression, Anxiety, and Addiction for Good. And I have made some groundbreaking distinctions. And I just kind of want to share some of those with you guys really quick. Um, This episode is called There Are No Mental Problems. And that raises a lot of stress for people. A lot of people get so mad and just angry when I say there's no mental problems. And I kind of prove it in this book that there really is no mental problems. You know, I had a conversation with my dad the other day where he was like, well, there is mental problems. There's chemical imbalances, right? But who decides what a chemical imbalance is, right? Like, who decides that? The problem is we have average people deciding who's geniuses. We have average people deciding who who has ADHD, who has bipolarism, who has all these things. But really... They're not problems. They're just how we're uniquely different. You know, if you're not infringing on someone else's freedom or hurting anyone, you're perfect just the way you are. That's how I feel. But we live in this culture of judgment where we want to like just think of ADHD, how ADHD has been diagnosed 65 percent more than it was 20 years ago. You know, they, they how are you going to say a little kid that has ADHD just because he wants to, he doesn't want to sit in a damn classroom all day, right? No, he has energy. He wants to play. And he doesn't want to sit down and focus on something that he's not interested in. Education is is just killing a lot of things. And then they try to judge the fact that uh, a lot of people aren't the way that it used to be. 
you know, the baby boomers kill me with this, but let's get into it. First, I just want to say that this quote that really sums up, that I wrote in the book, that really sums up all of mental health as we know it. And that quote is the fact that all human suffering comes from loss, less, or never. We're depressed about losing something or having less of something. And we're anxious about never having something. And so depression has to do with the past, right? Having less, losing something or having less of something. And anxiety has to do with the future, never obtaining something. And so when you, what happens is, is when we have something in our lives, we, we identify with it. And I'm just going to use Ronda Rousey as an example. She was the she was the champion, right? She was the best woman fighter ever in the history of MMA. She identified herself as that. And the way the mind works is the mind, the purpose of the mind is the survival of the being, the survival of you and what you identify with or what you consider yourself to be. So when she loses, she literally gets suicidal because she loses a part of herself. She identified with being the best woman fighter and the champion. So when she loses that, she lost her identity. And that's why she gets depressed. And that's where suicide, suicidal ideations come from. Because we lose something or we have less of something that we identified with. And I always say that um, people get suicidal when they aren't living congruent with their true self and they feel hopeless in changing it. And so the thing is, we all have who we are now and then we have a true self that we're always ch- chasing. We're always a beta version of our true selves. And what we have to do is become clear of who that true self is and always chase that ideal. Always chase it, right? And the thing is, is we desire to grow. That's the number one human need is growth. And the reason why we desire that so much is so that we can contribute to others. And when we talk about chemicals, these chemicals and chemical imbalances and da-da-da-da-da, there's four main chemicals. There's dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, and endorphins. And all of these chemicals were given to us by nature, God, whatever you want to call it, to reward us for growing. Dopamine focuses us and it rewards us when we achieve a goal. It comes from the reward center in the brain. That's why they call it that. It rewards us when we get a little shot of dopamine. And as we get closer and closer to that goal, we get little shots and little more shots of dopamine. Then when we hit that goal, we get a big surge of dopamine. And that big surge wires our brain and gives us the blueprint in our brain to achieve and stay proactive, right? And I talk about that in my book, in my ebook, Finish, Seven Secrets to Achieving Your Goals. I talk about using this force of dopamine and you can get that ebook for free. Just go to RoyRed.com, www.royred.com 
and you can get that ebook for free. And also, uh, we also release serotonin, and serotonin is the social chemical. It's the chemical of pride. When you see someone achieve something, you feel prideful that a loved one achieved that, or when you achieve something and your loved ones see you achieve it. You know, a lot of times people say that we get dopamine hits when we when we post on social media, but no, it's actually a serotonin hit. We post all of our highlights on Instagrams, Twitter, and Facebook because we want people to see we we want them to see us achieving, we want them to see that we're living our best life, right? And that's serotonin. And that's a social chemical that we're growing together. Um, and then we have endorphins. Endorphins and also THC are released when we work out. And the reason for that is because when we work out, we're actually hurting ourselves. We're breaking down our muscle. We're running. We're actually hurting ourselves. But we're hurting ourselves so that we can get better, so that we can grow, we can get stronger, we can handle more. Um, life has two characters in his narratives that's struggle and progress struggle and progress and so we gotta go to the struggle through the struggle to get to where we want to grow to get to where we want to go that was kind of cool get to where we want to grow right and so the way nature helps us do that deal with that struggles with endorphins you know so many people smoke weed smoke marijuana marijuana is a stage one schedule one drug like cocaine like dht like all of these things i know it that we're marketing and we're trying to act like that we're learning and that it's good for you and yes it does help people with their pain right and people who have chronic diseases i think they should get the benefits from it to help them but if you don't have any chronic disease your brain releases thc when you work out but the people want the THC without the actually without actually putting in the work, which is detrimental to your brain. And so that's where addiction comes from. Addiction comes from wanting the feeling of growth without actually growing. Right. And then we move into oxytocin. Oxytocin is the love chemical. It's the chemical you feel when you cuddle. It's the chemical you feel when you give to others. And. The reason why I say we desire to grow so that we contribute contribute to others is because dopamine feels great. It's when we achieve something, but dopamine is extremely addictive. So the way nature helped us get over that addiction is when you give to others, it release, we release oxytocin and oxytocin balances that addiction. And Alcohol Anonymous, and uh, they have 12 steps. And the last step, they say, if you do not do the last step, you will not get over your addiction. And that last step is to actually help someone else get over their addiction. And the reason for that is oxytocin. That oxytocin helps you with your own actual addiction. And we can go into these chemicals all we want. We could talk about this stuff all we want. Um, and just to touch on anxiety real quick, because I didn't touch on anxiety. Anxiety comes when you're not acting in the moment, congruent with your future self, your ideal self that you're chasing. 
or if you feel like you'll never get to that ideal self. And the truth is, you just got to be disciplined in the moment and act in congruence with who you're trying to be. If you want to be the best basketball player out there, you need to be shooting jumpers every day, working hard. And if you don't, then you're going to feel guilty. And what guilt does, it guilts, traps that energy inside of you. And trapped energy is what anxiety is. It's energy to take action that you're not using. And you need to just take action. And so that's what I do when I coach people is I get them to release guilt from whatever's making them guilty. And then that trapped energy comes out like a surge. And then they start taking action in the moment, in the present that is congruent with the future they're trying to achieve, right? And being clear with your goals also helps you achieve that future. And we could talk about these chemicals all day. And we could break this down and we can structure your life and put systems in your life to help you with this. But at the end of the day, none of that matters. None of that matters. Because all the energy and all of these chemicals, it's just electricity. It's just energy. And the energy is transmuted based on your language. And I just wanted to touch on this real quick. I want to run you guys through a process, right? So when you're depressed or you're anxious, you're having an experience. You're experiencing depression. You're experiencing anxiety, right? You actually are experiencing and feeling something. And the thing about experiences is they happen in the now moment. All your past experiences... They happen in that now moment. The experiences you're having right now are happening in this now moment. And the experiences that you have in the future are going to happen in that future now moment. So real quick, let's run you through a process. And I want to give you a distinction that's going to change your life. And right now, I want you to think to yourself, what are you experiencing right now as you're listening to this? What are you experiencing right now? Take five to 10 seconds and think to yourself what you're experiencing. Stop. You got to actually do this. You have to actually think to yourself what you're experiencing. So you get the experiential data from this process. You can't just think about it. Do the actual process. Think about what you're experiencing right now. Go. Okay, stop. Now, if you did the work, you would realize that you failed. Because by the time you went to tell yourself what you're experiencing, it wasn't the now moment anymore. It was a moment ago. So you realize now that you can't tell yourself what you're experiencing in the now moment. Because as soon as you go to tell yourself what you're experiencing, it's not the now moment anymore. It's what you were experiencing a moment ago, right? So you know now that you can't explain what you're experiencing. You can only explain what you were experiencing. And it gets worse than that. It's not even what you were experiencing a moment ago because a moment ago no longer exists as an experience. It's a memory of experience. 
And the problem, the reason why people have depression and anxiety is because they treat their experiences and their concepts of their experiences the same, but they're different. You can't explain what you are experiencing. The truth is, it's in your explanation that's making you experience what you're experiencing. It's your self-talk. What is depression if we didn't have the word depression? What is anxiety if we didn't have the word anxiety? They would be nothing. They would be nothing. Now, what is nothing? No thing. That means we have something, but it's not a thing as we know it, right? It's just energy until you add words to it. Then it becomes something. To turn nothing into something is your words. Change your self-talk. Change your words and you will change your life. Man, that's powerful. I pray and I hope I explain that well. If you need some help with this process, reach out to me, social media, Roy underscore red dot Roy underscore red on Instagram and Twitter. You go to RoyRed.com. I do free clarity sessions. All I do with people is get them to change their self-talk. You have past self-talk that was given to you. All you need to do is realize that all those self-talks are superstitions and you can create your own world with your self-talk. The world is so-and-so because you tell yourself the world is so-and-so. If you stop telling yourself that the world is so-and-so, the world will stop being so-and-so. Loving on you guys. Reach out to me if you need help. And always remember to be yourself. Peace. Love.